It's time for everybody's favorite radio show live on Spotify. Ugh, really? Apple Podcasts, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, still Spotify. I didn't pull my my podcast from Spotify for the simple reason that nobody listens to it. Well, I shouldn't say that. There's a handful of you that listen to it. I'm super appreciative of everybody who does. But uh, to be honest with you, I'm not making any money off of this so I can get any distribu- <laughs> any distribution that I can can muster. So you can listen you can still listen uh, to Dumpster Fire Radio Show podcast on Spotify. Absolutely. 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 But if I was a big rich um musician, I I'd think about moving it moving it elsewhere. Support Bandcamp. Have anybody uh, listening to this? You have never heard of Bandcamp? You can stream artist music. Money goes directly to the artist. Spotify play, pays artists. I mean, what is it? Three zero point zero zero three cents per stream or something like. It's 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 obscene. It's obscene. Maybe I'm going to get kicked off of Spotify for saying this. I'm not sure. But my name is Rue, as you probably know. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank everybody for checking out the historic live episode of Rue TV on um, uh, last week with Kenny Bolin. I really enjoyed that. I will say, though, I'm not going to be going live every week, though. Because I just feel like certain shows weren't being taped certain shows will lend itself to a live environment. I think, you know, coming up, we've got Josh, uh, Josh Floorhog, who is the nephew of Louis Anderson. Uh, Josh is a hilarious comedian. For the past 11 years, he's been killing it uh, in the West Coast. We are doing the interview uh, um, Wednesday night. I'm going to tape it around 9 p.m. my time, 6 p.m. his time. He's been, he was... You know, we're going to talk about his comedy career, absolutely. The comedy scene out west and everything. But I do want to talk about Louie. He was very close to Louie. He looked at him as a father. And they, they actually lived together during the pandemic. I bet you didn't know that. And uh, he um, has a lot to say about that, I'm sure. To, uh, and, and as do I. Because I, we all love Louie. And especially someone like Josh, who, you know, it's, he's family. He is family. He's an Anderson. So let me, uh, before we get into to, to, to the plugs, let's talk about what we're talking about today. We're talking about Joseph Rogan. Yes, Joe Rogan. Big controversy in the news to, uh, this week, if you haven't heard about it. Uh, you know, that, that, that clip show, that was that little clip that was put together of Joe saying the N-word, N-word uh, repeatedly taken out of context, one after another, one after another. Uh even in context, some of the stuff is is pretty repulsive. Uh, the, the talk that he had, the little talk that he had with um, jo- Joey Diaz. I saw a clip there where he was going to see Planet of the Apes and said something pretty damn repulsive and then kind of backtracked on it, as any person with half a brain would do once he realized what came out of his mouth. <laughs> It's funny to, to see who's defending him now. And this doesn't, for me personally, I can't speak for everybody because a lot of people have different reasons to hate Joe Rogan. Some people love Joe Rogan. I personally, this wasn't like, oh no, let's get the pitchforks right now. 
I, I wanted to get the pitchforks like fucking five years ago for this. I, 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 I can't stand them. I can't stand them. So if you are a Joe Rogan supporter, you should probably X out right now or leave me a hateful comment. Leave me a one-star review on Apple Podcasts. I don't, I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you have to do, tune me out. Or you can do what everybody seems to think that Joe does, and that is hear someone's an opposing side of the story. And that's really the argument that he and his followers make. That's the argument that a lot of people on the freedom of speech train make. Whereas, you know, everyone's got their side. Oh, yes, they do. Everyone's got their side. Uh, you know, but my my thing is, you know, when you... And, and, I, and I sound like a broken record because I, I had this deal with Russo. And this is one of the re main reasons why I cut ties with Russo. Okay? I can't... I, I cannot fathom... Anyone, anyone platforming somebody that's going to spread misinformation, misinformation that could potentially kill someone, kill, kill a lot of damn people. I can't, I can't imagine someone platforming someone like Alex Jones three times on a show, three times on the show, just because you're mildly entertained in what he has to say. On the counteract, you've got... You've got, um, well, you know, I, I got the other side, too. He, he, he airs the other side, too. I'm looking at a list right now of the right-wing guests that he's had, and it is a shitload longer than the left. The left-wing guests, Crystal Ball, uh, Camille Bell, uh, Lee, Lee Camp, Tommy Chong, we all know him, Cheech and Chong, uh, Neil deGrasse, Jimmy, Jimmy Dior, Anna... Kasparian, I suck at names, Kyle Kalinske, Dan Savage, Amy Schumer, of course we know Amy Schumer, uh, comedian, Kevin Smith, of course, and uh, Edward Snowden and Kenk, Senk, Ugar, I have no idea who that is. Anyway, that's the short list. The other side, I'm not going to read all the names, but it's, it is long as shit. Adam Carolla, Adam Curry, uh, Nick DiPaolo, uh, Tulsi Gabbard. It's funny how Tulsi Gabbard is in this list because she's a uh, registered Democrat, but lately she's been sounding like a right-wing cyborg. So, yeah, I, I, I follow some of the things that she has to say, and, and, uh, and uh, she seems to, be, seems to be pining to get into the other camp. Doesn't it seem that way a little bit? I don't know. Sort of seems that way. Alex Jones three times has been on the show. Uh, Tim Dillon's hilarious. We follow each other on Twitter. He's been on 10 times. <laughs> so, so there's my, you know, I, I don't hate everybody that's on the right, but Tim, Tim is a hilarious comedian. Uh, Ted Nugent. Ooh, there's a piece of shit right there. Tim Pinker, but I'm not going to say all these names, but the point of it is clearly there's a bias. All right. Clearly there's a bias. So he can play the dumb game and the innocent little boy. Uh, I just want to get everybody's opinion, get everybody's, get everybody's in there. But if you know how to read people, you can tell where people stand. And that's exactly where it is. And I do listen, and I've been listening, and I was up since 2 a.m. until 2 a.m. last night listening to shit from Joe Rogan. And some of the just... <sighs> do, you, do you understand, like, sometimes just by having them... I, I, I'm not using the word platform. Just by having someone on a show, it humanizes them and makes them more acceptable to people. To impressionable people, it's sort of like when 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 Jimmy Fallon tussled Donald Trump's hair, 
like a like a little like a little four-year-old tyke, like a little tyke, like a little tussle of your hair. Oh, look how cute he is! Look how cute! Look at a look at a little demon! Look at a little orange demon! A little tussle. Hair. Do you see? I get the bit. It's stu It's ridiculous. I think about it. Okay, a comedian is tussling Donald Trump's hair. It probably wasn't the intention. But if you think about it and think about the deeper meaning of things, it, it fucking has an effect. It really does. So when you have these people on the show, when you have, you know, people that are... Joe is considered to be a centrist, right? A centrist. What is that? What is a centrist? That is someone who doesn't feel one way or another, just stays in the middle and listens and just is, is, is just an amoeba. No one way or, or the other. Oh, they have maybe some pick some cherry pick some ideas from the left, cherry pick some ideas from the right. Speaking of cherry pick some ideas, Joe Rogan uh, enjoys hunting. So there's there's a big. Uh, if you if you understand what's happening here, you, are you are you piecing the are you piecing it together of the root of the rue Rogan hate? I am not a fan of hunters let alone big game hunters, let alone people who make up excuses as to why hunting is such a noble cause. I understand that Joe has explained that hunters, and I just, I literally just listened to this shit, him talking to some other douchebag hunter about how he hates when the other hunters just kill to kill and they don't kill what they eat and they just want to kill as many animals as they can and they're happy. Explain the fucking pictures that you took smiling like you just won the World Series. Holding an elk or and a deer or a, and a bear. Smiling, holding it up to the camera. These, these weren't taken when you were 15, motherfucker. Like, really? Come on. You want to tell? There's the fucking tell. Empathy. Empathy. That's the fucking thing. Empathy. If you have no empathy and you look at animals as lesser than, then there you fucking go. Do you understand? Do people understand this? Okay, that's what it is, and that's exactly what it is. I, I let me let me equate it to my situation. I look at my animals, my pets, as my kids. Okay, and if you want to throw on the whole thing, oh Ryan, you still eat chicken? I got to be honest with you, and I haven't told many people this. There was a time period a couple years ago where I went a long six months uh, eating vegan, uh, vegetarian, we should say. And honestly, it's a goal, and it's not—it's a tough thing to do when you're an old. I'm not a 21-year-old. I'm 40 years old right now, and eventually, I would like to move towards that. It's not a thing you do overnight. It is a thing that you have to mentally prepare yourself for, and just do. And you and you have to be financially ready and in a, in a situation to do it. So anybody who wants to, people have done this before. When I bring up this topic, they throw it. But Ryan, you still eat chicken burgers. You're a hypocrite. You don't have any right to talk about hunters. You eat about you eat chicken burgers. Factory farming is awful. I understand that. I know Joe is against the, the, the factory farming. That's great. I don't remember the last time a factory farming worker who works in those places was taking selfies with the fucking with with the animals that were going through the conveyor belt. When was the last time that worker? Was, and I'm not justifying it. It's a shitty job. But sadly, because of the way this country is structured, places have to operate. Uh, you know, until until change happens, but I don't see that ever happening. I mean, it, I think the um, vegetarianism and, and vegan options are becoming more frequent, uh, m more prevalent in, in in society. But realistically, they're not that that system's probably not going away 
unless it can change and get a little bit more humane, which I would love in reality. But my problem is, is the people who take pleasure, who take pleasure in killing an animal, a defenseless animal, and call it a sport and call it fun and take pictures and, you know, you know, stuff, stuff them to the wall, like some sick horror, horror movie scene. And it's, you really think about that. It's awful. It's awful. Um, no empathy. And it's basically, you know, the, the, okay. So some, one thing Joe says, it's a cycle of life. It's a cycle of life. Everybody eats everything. Everybody eats everything. Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's basically somebody who likes to hunt coming up with intelligent sounding reasons why hunting is ethical. That's basically it. Well, the elk are going to cram into each other and just bam into each other and kill each other. This motherfucker literally defended, he literally defended the lady who stood next to the dead giraffe and said that that giraffe was eating the younger giraffes because oh you know the the, the younger you know I'll, I'll tell you what happened those those giraffes they they eat the uh, younger giraffes uh, because they don't want them to breed so she's she's really just saving the species and all that money that she puts in the big game hunt that goes towards the economy the local economy of where that's happening and uh, you know that's that's really you know we should really look at the why of things no some things are fucking cut and dry. Some things are really fucking cut and dry. Either you have empathy or you don't have fucking empathy. You're you're a piece of shit or you're not a piece of shit. That's basically it. And anybody with half a heart can can look at that 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 picture that that went viral a few years ago of the woman in the giraffe and know what's going on. And if you have any kind of sensibility in your head, you're going to be pissed off and angry. You're not going to go on a podcast and platform and passive-aggressively kind of like, well, well, this is why. And, you know, if you really want to be educated about this shit, you should understand that the other Jennifer's was eating the other the vial, and then we're not going to have elephant. We're not going to have giraffes. You don't give a fuck about giraffes, dude. You don't give one fuck about giraffes. I know what you I know what you do give a fuck about, and that is when I saw a clip of you playing a... Um, a video game with the uh, <laughs> playing a video game with the uh, uh, mechanical bow and arrow, where you were a target practice shooting something uh, with the there, there's some kind of virtual reality hunting bow system now, and I saw Joe uh, testing it out. He looked like a kid on Christmas morning. Okay, what are you conserving with that? What are you doing with that? What are you helping with that? But the fact that I can see and I know how to read people at age 40, finally, it took me a lot of years, to see how people react in situations like that tells me everything I need to know. It tells me everything I need to know. We're getting off to, uh, off track with the hunting and all that. But, um, you know, I, I, I just want to say this is, you know, I look at my pets as my kids. Okay? And I know Joe is a big fan big uh, proponent of, you know, he loves his, his dog, right? Uh, I just can't put, I guess can't put myself in the shoes of someone like him or, you know, there's much people that are worse than him in terms of hunters and, and say like, well, I love my dog, but I'm going to do this. I guess I, I can't, I can't fathom that. I really can't. I really can't. I mean, this goes back to the whole whole thing with uh you know 
look at who's supporting him. Look at who's supporting him. Donald Trump Jr., Ted Cruz, um, you know, uh, the, the eye patch douchebag. I don't even know his name. <laughs> right. It's funny, you know, I, I support freedom of speech on stage on co in comedy. Unless you're Michael Richardsing, Richards, unless you're, you're pulling a Michael Richards on stage, I support, which I support any comedian to do any bit he wants to, to make people laugh or bring people in a dark place. If you want to be taken as a serious podcaster and you want to take, you want to have serious talks on your show, then I'm going to treat you as a serious podcaster. You're not a comedian. I don't understand Whitney. I love Whitney, but we're like, oh, comedians are not here to be your friend. Comedians are here to bring us to dark place. When you're podcasting, having a serious talk with someone who is who is having a serious talk about something that is very, very, very real, deadly, and there's nothing funny about it. You're not a comedian in that moment. You're not a comedian. If you're a comedian, you're not a comedian 24-7. If I'm a comedian and I'm doing stand-up, I'm not going to the Acme right now and I'm a comedian as I'm buying uh, a bag of Doritos. I'm not a comedian when I go to the car wash. I'm not a comedian when I go home to my family. I'm a comedian when I go to work because it's a job, okay? When you go to the second job, the one that he's making $100 million for, the podcasting, he's not doing bits, He's sitting there talking and also talking to other people who are talking in a serious manner. Sure, sometimes they goof around like Tim uh, or other comedians that he's had on the show. He's had, you know, somebody who I, I admire, Tom on the show, Tom Green on the show. But, in the, but it, that is a different medium. That is a different platform. So for anybody to like lump that in, no, no, that is different. That is much, much, much different. Is this the same as Tony Malibu doing a bit on Rue TV? This, this, what I'm doing right now. It's entirely different. So, you know, I, I don't understand where that, <laughs> where that logic comes from. <clears throat> um, I, I didn't, I, I thought, I thought Joe was a douche going back to the man show. I thought he was a douchebag going back to when he was in UFC and he would call UFC. Does he still call UFC? I don't know. I think he's a douchebag um, of what he had to say to somebody who I admire named CM Punk. And he basically just threw him under the bus and said he's not an athlete. He has no business being in there. He has, he has no athletic bone in his body. Well, that's showing no respect uh, to the man himself. Didn't give a, give a shit if he lost two fights and, and uh, you know, didn't fare too well. I think anybody, anybody with... Um, Anybody with any sensibilities about himself know that CM Punk is, is a pretty good dude and to show some respect instead of just throwing him under the bus like that and throwing, you know, basically pro wrestling under the bus like that. So I, 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 I hated on him back then, too, for that, too. So that's just um, that's just another reason. I don't believe that Joe Rogan should get canceled. I don't think he should get canceled. So that's another thing I need to clarify. No, I don't believe he should get canceled. Um, I do think that um, there probably should be some sort of repercussions or understanding or so, or some, something. Like, what, the show has to be this political 
You know, I'm not talking about the, the, the racist stuff he, he said. I'm talking about the, the vaccine misinformation. Is there anything else you can talk about other than getting high and just sitting there and just questioning conspiracy theories? Like, one after another. That get dis- disproven. There's a couple clips there where, where some people have disproven him right to his, <laughs> into his face. And he's, he's like a deer caught in, caught in headlights. Which is ironic because he likes to murder deer. That's that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so, you know, if you really want to break it down, we're 20 minutes into this rant. Uh, I just don't like him. I think he's very unlikable. And some people's standards are a little less, you know, some people can tolerate people saying what he what he said even in even in description i'm not saying he's he's a he's a um you know a racist in the truest sense but to have this this wasn't recorded in 1982 or 1979 like these clips when he was saying the n-word and things like that these like pretty pretty recent and i don't even care if they're in, out of context yeah, the fact that he basically said it you know, gives you an insight into his character and his ego at the time. I think he's, I think back then, and I think even today, I think his shit doesn't stink. Despite the fact that he says, I don't know anything. I'm an idiot. I'm just, uh, I'm an idiot. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you've had Alex Jones on your show three fucking times. Maybe you are an idiot then, if you haven't figured out what he is and what he does. Maybe you are then, bro. I don't know. You got you've got a uh, hundred million dollar contract, so I guess it does, really doesn't make a difference, you know. So if it's all a business, it's all a business. I get it. People like you, all you really care about is money. So there it is. Um, but uh, <laughs> oh, it just makes me sick, man. It just makes me sick. And then to talk shit on, uh, you know. I don't, like I said, I don't, I think I, the problem is I have different states. Some people can deal with people who who say things like that. Even though the people who deal with them maybe aren't that, they'll say, oh, I'll just deal with it. It was out of context, I'll deal with it. I'll deal with them platforming um, pieces of human waste because, well, I like a show, I'll deal with it. I'll deal with them with all, with his... Um, murdering of animals and supporting hunting and everything and his lame half-ass excuses about how they're conservationalists when really that's a big fucking cop-out to just go kill animals. And even though he brings up that point, I could guarantee he's the same way. It's fun for him. It's fun for him. That's a sociopathic trait. 100%. Because I know how I feel about my animals and there isn't a damn chance in the world I would ever, ever, ever do anything like that. Ever. For fun. <laughs> oh, it's not for fun. It's more sustainable. You can just do it and then eat it and then... Okay. Oh my god. There's a million other people you can support other than this piece of shit. And uh, just, again, I'm going to reiterate, look who is supporting him. Look who is supporting him. Go through the gauntlet. Yep, you got a couple there. You've got, you've got Whitney Cummings, and you've got, um, I don't know, the guy who played um, 
I don't know. The guy that did the voice of Alf, I think he I think he supports him too. I don't know. Sorry to rant too much. I didn't want to be negative, but I just don't like the man. I don't like him at all, really. But I like you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. <laughs> this whole this whole argument over um you know, it's uh I just feel like here's the I, I hate I hate people, men in specifically, who think you have to be a certain way to be a man. You've got to act a certain way, you've got to do a certain thing, you've got to do be yourself. That's the credo that I that's that's the mantra, that's the, that's what I've gone through from day one. Well not day one, but from day one of finding myself in my own brain. You've got to stay who you are and ignore what's expected of you from society in terms of your gender. Like, I don't give a fuck. Are you, are you serious? Like we have to go, like we have to be uh, masculine and hunters and it goes back in our DNA. Just look, man, look in our DNAs. Yeah. There's a lot of bad shit that happened in our DNAs and our forefathers. That's one of the biggest problems with people in general. He likes to say that tribalism in people is the biggest problem, and I and I halfway agree with that in terms of politics or whatever. But another biggest problem with with people is looking to, to past generations as the end all be all. I love my grandparents. I love my parents. I'm sure if I met them, I would have loved my great grandparents. But there's a lot of shit that's fucked up, and shit evolves, and you've got to be progressive, or you're not, or you're going to be stuck. Never in the history of time. Has any progressive thought not been pushed forward? And never in the history of time has any backwards thinking in the past been, has superseded progressive thought. Never. Never. So these, so there's people that are just pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing harder to really go back to a time when they felt comfortable. Well, I got to tell you, as shitty as 2022 seems to be, I got to be honest, I like 2022. I think we're living on the right side of history. I don't want to go back to the past. <sighs> Valentine's Day is right around the corner, and what better thing to get your sweetie than chocolate covered strawberries from Ned's chocolate strawberries. Ned's chocolate strawberries are made from all natural milk chocolate as well as the freshest berries from the Napa Valley. Buy your this is a fake fucking promo. I don't have any sponsors for the show. I don't have any sponsors for the show. If you don't agree with my political leanings, I don't care. This is who I am. <clears throat> it's who I am. That's what I what I've come to believe in. Uh, I am very left wing. I am very liberal, um, but I am also uh, very fair. I think and very empathetic. And if you're not empathetic and you value money over people or animals, we're gonna have a fucking problem connecting as people. There's a lot of people I have problems with connecting as people. 
I like having good conversation. One thing about Joe Rogan's show that I like is I like the 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 real conversations. I like the legit raw conversations. Maybe I don't like the people in them, but I love that. I don't get that a lot in life. I get fake I get fake artificial bullshit small talk 90% of the time. And the 10% other might be pushing it. So I like that. I like that it's a I like the format of the show. I like the long form talk. Um, you know, personally I I do I do enjoy Mark Marin's I'll, I'll you know, that that that's my inspiration when I when I try to have talks like I'm going to have a talk with Josh next week or this Wednesday I should say this week. Uh, I I like his uh, his style a little better, but I but I do appreciate uh the art of the conversation and the art of the real conversation. And uh, that's something that we can all uh, agree upon, I think. We don't need the canned questions. We need the, f- we, I, I like the flowing flow of dialogue, no matter if that dialogue flow is diarrhea. <laughs> We're about a half an hour in. Uh, I got to end this. I'm sorry if I offended you because you love Joe Rogan and he's such a kind little boy who's just lost and doesn't have an opinion one way or another and just likes to hear from all all sides and and kills animals just because he loves the environment so much and uh, says nice things about people like CM Punk because he just wants to make them better and he uh, you know he's he's just a great person. I think he's a great, you know, he's just a great person. And he didn't mean any of that, that racial, racist stuff he said. And, you know, when he said Planet of the Apes, he didn't really mean it how he said it, right? He just, you know, it's just, yeah, just that's, that's guy talk, right? It's locker room talk, right? Is that what that is? Guy talk. Locker room talk. Think for yourself. Follow your heart. And try to... <laughs> try to uh not be an asshole talk to you soon bye